sponsored by your boy Jacob Santoro and Christian Talone. You're blabbering about unnecessary stuff. Cut it out. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe button, and get all the updates from the channel too. Tell me what your hand's doing over that button first. But for now, this loud shout kick back, cause I got a fresh one right here delivered to your speakers. Lock in. Episode 89. Today, I am so very excited. Long time coming. Me and Christian are both super stoked right now because with us on the basement couch is Mo from the Mo Show. What's hi, up? Hello. Hi, hello. Oh my gosh. We met through a mutual friend, Scaredy Cast. Yes. You did their show. Shout out to Scaredy Cast. Yes. Heard that you were a fan of spooky things. I am a big fan of spooky things. And as you know, as two dudes, as basement dwellers, you know, two dudes in a basement, we thought that was pretty spooky enough. I will say I was not expecting the intro to be so lo-fi chill. Mm. <laughs> I was kind of expecting it to be a little bit creepier, but I love it. I mean, I was vibing. Could I was you, like, I could die to this music. <laughs> could you give me an example of what you think it was going to sound like? Just like some some like grunge thrash metal? Like... Like, like somebody talking like this. <laughs> the whole time. I don't know how to explain it. I just felt like something icky. Just a <laughs> like a, just a just a sound clip of just mom, get the get the the door. Yeah, <laughs> like I was kind of hoping somebody's mom was gonna walk through at some point. Yeah. Uh, also, the uh, text yeah. for your title mm. gives the creepy, creepy oozy feeling. It yeah. does, uh, yeah. but I'm not mad. I love it. Oh, thank you. Continue yes. on. Yeah. We, we let our personalities kind of make the the creepiness. You oh know what I'm gosh, like, I'm in the right yeah. place. Because I mean, hey, because I mean, what, what do you? I mean, we're just two dudes on a podcast. Totally original idea. We're all we, just a bunch of creeps. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we uh, we had this idea in 2020. No one else did. So, Nobody, you know. No yeah, you guys idea. started a revolution. Now right. everybody, of course, every white yeah. guy Follow has a suit. podcast. That poser yeah. Joe Rogan, you know. Oh, I mean, he just barely came on the scene. <laughs> so, and you do like radio or like whatever. Yeah, it's also a dying thing. Um, it's wonderful. <laughs> I love it so much. You know, you know. I will say though. Let me let me say is that for the first time ever, my parents. <laughs> we're like, how cool! Like, <laughs> they were proud of you. Yeah, oh, as, man. as I have, I have Mo from the Mo Show ninety three three coming on, and they're like, wow, because everyone else are like, oh, okay. I'm also amused that your parents know me. Are they young? Like, how did no? Did... But I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that they. I, I try to listen to radio when I can, and Christian was super stoked too. When we got the when we got yeah, the yeah, when they told me, I was yeah. like, oh, I listened to that. Show. Oh, that's yeah. cool, yeah. dude. Thank you. That's you been guys. like I appreciate a, it. that's been like uh, the thing, like kind of in our circle of friends is like ninety three three is like the only good radio station. Right? I, <laughs> I appreciate you guys for lying to me. That is real. Oh, no, that's hundred percent true. It's real. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, we can go to my car right now. I'll turn it on. I won't mess with the radio. I swear to God, if it's not the number one preset on your car, I'm is. going to cut your other ear. Yeah. Christian had oh, yeah. a medical emergency before the show. Uh, I get a message from Christian, and it was the first ever time he said, "I need your help." Send quickly said, and I ran I ran in it was so gross what happened oh, no. yeah I had a hell of a morning so like I got over a cold recently so like last night I was having like lots of dry coughs that kept me up till like 4 a.m and Delicious. I drank way too much NyQuil and um it knocked me out until like 3 p.m oh. and then I woke up to Jacob knocking on my door like, hey, man, she's about to be here in like an hour. <laughs> uh, you got to wake up. And I was just like, OK. So I was just like, Bleh, and jumped in the shower real quick. And then I was like, OK, I got to trim. And then I like started shaving my beard and stuff. And then like I was doing my sideburn. And then I just went like, and just like 
Yeah. Slice my ear. I was like, I can never wear gauges again. Um, oh no! So I have like a little puppet mouth in my ear right now. Yeah, and when I it was bled over, way more than I thought it was gonna. Is it cut completely open through your it, your gauge? Or no. no, I didn't. Like, I, I don't have like two dangles. But I was wondering. I was like, probably, I can sew that up for you if prob- you need me to. <laughs> probably like a good like quarter of the way through though. Like, oh. I got it pretty good. We and, definitely recreated Saving Private Ryan. Like he was like, <laughs> I need you to come plug this up for me right now, and I'm like, and I was just like, okay, and then I just take a little thing on i just see bloop, bloop, like, uh-huh. okay, almost. Yeah. that's okay man. he's like you're gonna be okay man I'm just... well if, <laughs> Thanks, you continue, if you continue bleeding i got a bunch of tampons i can give you so <laughs> just that'll be that. yeah that'll work i mean you got a hole big enough for it so I definitely do yeah well, it's an ultra so good luck <laughs> <laughs> to go to go back to what you were saying i was actually i didn't know that you were posting it on instagram but you posted a disneyland giveaway yeah. if you were like guess the songs Oh yeah, and we were talking about because like it's so funny. It's like he messaged me the other day. He's like, without thinking, best song right now, Disney song. <laughs> but like when I heard that on the radio, like I, I've tried so hard my entire life. Like it is a bucket list goal of mine to win one of those things just to get You've on the never radio. Won I've on never the even radio? gotten. I've never even gotten the your call or whatever. Like I never even got a chance to get through. I've oh, done dude. all of them. When I was a kid, I also tried to go. What was the old? Um, the three thirty dirty show. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, it was a uh, Joey Boy and Jay Phillips, yeah. the Nuts on ninety two point three and then ninety eight point three. I totally remember because I grew up listening to that. Yeah, and my friends and I desperately were just like we would go to school. We were in like the third grade, fourth oh, of course, grade, yeah. and we're just <laughs> yeah. like, what? What could we like prank call? Like, because 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 look, I feel like as I get older, please please educate me if I'm wrong, but like, there's no way some of those are real. So it depends. Um, the things that I do are real, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of like more pop, like pop radio stations. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their three thirty dirties. They're uh, catching somebody cheating calls. Yeah, oh, yeah. they're Those basically ones. actors. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay, because come on, no. how many times? I know. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate to break that for you, Damn. but uh, yeah, a lot of them are just actors for the most part. It's very rare when you get actual people calling. Or, I mean, think about it. Somebody's calling you and they're like, oh, we got these roses. And, yeah. you know, yeah. come in. Who do you want to name them to? That I is mean, like right. the worst setup ever. Right. And But it's all for entertainment. And it's the same thing with reality TV shows. A lot mm. of the people that are listening, they are watching. They know that this is trash and garbage. Mm. But mm. and they know that it's fake for the most part. Mm-hmm. But it amuses and appeases them so they're going to continue listening yeah to there's it. like a suspension of disbelief you know it's like yeah you know it's it could not be real but it could like it, this situation could happen yeah. and so. there's a lot of people that are also gullible that feel like maybe these are real yeah. and they i remember being sucked into it when i was younger i would talk to my co-workers when before radio obviously because i wasn't in it mm-hmm. and i'd be like oh my god did you hear this this and this and we would talk gossip about gossip Gossip about it all the time. I'm really Come on, excited you're a about this conversation. <laughs> Sometimes I just let my words get ahead of me. Of and then my dyslexia kicks in. This whole thing. <laughs> You're unveiling the secrets. That I know, are I know. The, the... I'm sorry. Uh, for people who are just listening and longtime viewers of the show are going to hear a special voice, people who don't know, we actually have our good friend Andy uh, manning the helm over there. Uh, this is a exclusive for the show as... 
Usually it's me or Christian, so we are allowing our baby to be held by wow. somebody else right now. So some big guns Thank here. you so very much, Andy, for helping us. Down. Hey, you know, it's my pleasure, really. So <laughs> this is the first time you've ever done this in general? or Well, I've been a, I've been a guest on the podcast before, okay. um, but yeah, this is the first time that I've been uh, tasked with this responsibility. But Which is been... a lot, because usually all that's like split between me and Jacob. So right. Yeah, right. that's a lot of work, but I mean, think about it. You guys are also trying to host a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. let yes, it makes you sense, guys right? focus on hosting right. which is going to make you better and he could just focus on all the technical shit right so. and that's like what i've noticed a lot on our on, on our shows you know mm-hmm. like when we have guests because i'm usually the one running the camera switcher and stuff mm-hmm. and i find myself like just kind of like disassociating and i'm just really focused on the cameras dude yeah. i get it because i do it when i was uh, doing mornings and mm-hmm. i would be interviewing comedians about things yeah you're working so many different uh mechanics at that point you're pushing buttons to get to the next song you're trying to make sure that the levels are still good and when they're talking and you're trying to still communicate and show that you're listening <laughs> but sometimes it's really fucking it is hard, hard. yeah it is um, hard that's why you know it works better when you have multiple people in for like a morning show because then somebody else could do more of the talking and you can manage the whole board well my whole thing was i'm and, and i'm sure everyone regarding their best friend feels this way but like i i love the things that he says and so it's like i I would feel bad everything he says kills me and so it's just like i would feel bad because like he said there were times where there is a lot of things going on and i know that he has something to say about the situation but again he's like uh uh like so now i'm like kind of hope like he's just he's gonna steal the show from me for sure like it's just (laughs) if anything the nips are gonna steal the show he was blasting nips he does bring the sex appeal i'm not gonna lie he's got the mullet going on last episode we had some pit vipers oh wow yeah no he looked he looked good dang dude that was pretty badass last episode yeah (laughs) right you know he was dripping (laughs) you you were mentioning uh you were mentioning you know like the 330 dirty and stuff like that are you a fan of trash tv are you uh, uh, are you uh, in, uh i am not but i recently got sucked into some trash tv on netflix got? uh it's super gay it's called, <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. called uh uh the ultimatum queer edition okay and oh so literally okay literally okay, literally <laughs> it's all women and uh-huh. the whole premise of this is uh, their girlfriend or their whatever would say, hey, either we get married or I marry someone else or we break up. Oh, it's wow. like, why does it have to be either of those? Yeah, right, How about yeah. let's get a dog? I don't know. something. <laughs> right. um, yeah, it's intense. And I was talking about it with another uh, queer friend of mine at the station mm-hmm. and she's barely watching it. And I am just, I hate this show so much. <laughs> I hate it so much. I love talking about it. Yeah. It I is. I mean, we all have our guilty pleasures of shows. We hate watch. Right. What do you got? Well, we, so I was going to say, we have a mutual friend uh, and, and she got me into that show and those shows like love the after lockup no like, oh. like like love after lockup and then like we got really into milf manor what, what is that? And then, i don't know milf <laughs> oh are you familiar right uh, no is it milf no that was milf island yes. that was on a different what? yeah yeah what so milf heck? manor so, so for people who still who people so apparently who still don't know it was one of the worst television shows I've ever seen in my life. So let me, Horrible premise. So let sure. me give you some background here. First and foremost. <laughs> is it MILFs in a manner? Well, no. I, uh, the reason why oh, it affects no, me so heavily is because I have been fortunate enough. I have two moms in my life. I have a stepmom and, and my mom, and both of them are just beautiful and ladies. they're both banging. Oh, are they? <laughs> they're you beautiful. You better show up with some pictures. I, you, I'll be the judge of that. Later. I'll okay. show you later. But... 
So when that show came out, mm-hmm. I was like, "There's you couldn't pay me." Like there were people who were just like, "Oh, would you?" So, but the whole premise was, "Okay, you older, lovely ladies are going to go on this island in Mexico, and you're going to look for love, right?" But the whole caveat was that not only are they going to be there, well, hold, hold on, uh, real quick, I'm not going to interrupt you. Is their sons going to be yes. there? I did see a piece yes. of this, yeah. and I was like, "What Uh-oh. bullshit are we watching?" Sorry. So, I don't mean to so be imagine, imagine being in that situation where it's just like watching your mom trying to. And there were some moms who were way thirstier than others. Oh yeah. And it was rough. Like you feel bad for some of the dudes. Like you find out they do like a, like a, uh, like a, like a. They like tell their secrets, and one of the secrets was like, "I, I had sex with your best friend," oh, and it just. No. There, there was one game where they had to. Figure out their like it was like they put the guys in a group and then they put all the moms in a group and they dumped out a laundry basket for each of the groups and they had to pick out their mom's underwear. Yeah, <gasps> gross. Right. What the hell there was is one happening dude, to TV? And there was one dude who picked out a G string and he was like flossing with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so gross. Oh my god! I yeah. hope she had Taco Bell that day too. And it's, and it's just it's just horrible. But are you familiar with Love After Lockup? <laughs> It's, exa- it's exactly what it sounds like. So first of all, oh all of these gosh. are on the same. They're all on TLC, which of is course. like the learning channel. The learning, of course. of course. And it's literally just people who are essentially having relationships with people who are in prison. And these people are getting out of prison. And the whole premise of the show is them explaining to their family, I'm going to date this dude now. And he's out of jail. And like, That's yeah, so and I agree with you. I love what you said is that you hate how much you want to watch. It's like a car crash. You can't help but watch. I dated somebody that was in jail. Really? Like, wow. during? What? No oh, way. man. Like, I did. The like, same situation as like the, the show? Like, I mean, you, you know, I don't know what they were. They in for murder or something? I don't remember. Not it was like a laundry list of a things. A long and, time ago it happened, but it was a different thing. It was like, you know, drugs. Like I mm. sold drugs to somebody on mm. accident. Mm. I don't know how to explain did that. Did you meet them while? they were in jail yeah whoa how'd you do that okay so uh they were on work furlough so i would go into their place of work Uh and i was it had been a long time since i've been in there and i was buying some like plugs actually Mm -hmm. um and then we just hit it off and we started talking and then i uh went back again another time taking my number the first time but then the second or third time that i went i ended up giving him my number and I figured, and I didn't, I was just like, look, I know this is weird. And I gave him my number and then he grabbed, he's like, oh, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I should have asked, uh, were you dating somebody? He's like, I'm in jail right now. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh wow. God. Here's a whole lot. My shift's ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, Jeez. well, I guess this is me forever. And I was immediately turned on. <laughs> Oh my god, that's the thing. Are you a? Are you a? I can fix him, kind of. No, uh, no, I just really enjoyed his personality. Okay. Yeah, and so very I was mysterious. like, you're like, oh, very. It must. Bad it must well, be. You, go yeah. ahead. No, go ahead. It must I was be gonna wet. say it must be just like like to to have such an eccentric, amazing personality to overlook. I'm currently in prison right now. I'm sure this person <laughs> was like prison Dang. and jail are two different jail. things. Yeah, okay, but I mean that's still pretty cool. I mean, just like that's a, that's that's. I mean, you got to have some real riz to yeah. be able to do that. I I, mean, I remember uh, when he told me, I was like, "All right, cool. I guess we'll just figure this out." Mm-hmm. And then there were times where, like, after he get out of work, he had you know maybe an hour to kill before he had to be back in in jail because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. it was at Tent City at the time. This is a long time ago. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which are not RIP. What am I talking about? That place <laughs> is terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so there would be times where I would pick him up after work and we would hang out at my house and then I would take him back to jail. 
That's kind of, that's kind of sweet. You know what? You are a very yeah. sweet person. I, I love that. Like that. Oh. Yeah. That some kind energy. Nah, right that's kind of cute. F that. I just wanted some dick. That sounds like a <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what it was. I, I don't anymore. Christian, clearly. I need some what real writer dice like that. We could write a movie about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you from Arizona? Yeah, born and raised. Okay. And you've lived nowhere else? Uh, no, sadly not. I mean, like, I've stayed in Mesa a lot of my whole life, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I lived in Phoenix, actually. Uh, Kind of around here, okay, for a little bit, but then I just realized Phoenix and I are just we're not compatible. No, yeah, I know. Don't be sad. I, I know. No, you're I feel that. I feel that. Honestly, like I've wor- I've worked around Phoenix and I love it here, but it's like, man, where are like, you from? Where are you I'm from? I'm originally from California, but I moved over here when I was in like middle school. Okay, but so I guess I'm like an Arizonian now. Yeah, you yeah. Know? same. All my same. formative years were out here. So, but yeah, originally, like he and I are from like you know the surprise like El Mirage area. Yeah, I mean, and that's such an interesting area to begin with because there's really not a lot, especially growing up, Mm -hmm. you know, at the time when you guys showed up. Yeah, wasn't a lot going on. So it's kind of hard to appreciate that part of town. No, yeah, I agree. I, 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 we, when we moved here, we were in like a, like a brand new neighborhood. So it was like our own, like we were the only house in like a giant dirt lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's how it was in Surprise and El Mirage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We all went to high school together. Okay. I was just going to ask how you all know each other if you all grew up on the same, you know, Mm -hmm. dirt lot block together. Well, what's cool too is it's like, it's like I I remember growing up, it's like now I love, I, I still am that, I, I am in that. I love downtown Phoenix era of my life, which is yeah. like, I want to be there all the time. I do photography and stuff like that. So it's like, I love to just be out there and do cool stuff. And, and there's so much to see. Down yeah. There. And I love like my little things. Like I love going on my way to go to like Gracie's or like, just like little yeah. bars like that. But it was funny when I got older and I, and I was able to go down there, the amount of pearl clutching I learned from just growing <laughs> up in suburbs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then when I turned uh, 22 or three, I moved to Los Angeles just for a little bit. And I was like, oh, there's a guy doing crack on the... Yeah. Cool. Oh, there's a dude taking a full-blown shit in the middle of the road. <laughs> yeah. so I was like, hey, it's a Tuesday. So now, you know? though, but now it's like, I could go downtown, no problem. Just like, look straight ahead. Like, you know, you just mind your own. Like. Uh, yeah, and that's all you can do at this point. But and there's just so much uh, traffic mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. I, I know that sounds weird to bitch about, but it's not traffic, construction. Yeah. Like, everything. No, I don't know is, where to turn left. And I'm pretty sure I go backwards a yeah. lot. So <laughs> Avondale's been under construction since I lived there when I was a child. <laughs> Like, it's insane. (laughs) See, I'm recently on my uh, uh, Scottsdale, like, binge right now. Yes, I'm in the... I I don't really go out, like, often. So when I did go out and I saw, like, all the different clubs at Scottsdale, like, you know, Friday night and... Like it feels like I Vegas. love that you're finger gunning right now, like <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, Friday night. Yeah. Oh no, that's what it felt. I just I didn't even have to do anything. I was just walking around and I was like, oh, there's fucking that, drugs right there. Like, oh, that was a drug dude right there. <laughs> oh, and like the cops are like out everyone's there. Everyone's doing coke out there. Yeah, I mean, come I, on. Now. I was thinking too, like when you're out there, there's got to be like celebrities like hidden in the crowd, like getting <laughs> up, you know. And I'm Basement just like, dwellers. Who's, who's <laughs> <here> right now? <laughs> exactly. But that's where you know it, it was wild being out there. I, I it did remind me of Vegas. So, do you party in Scottsdale at night or during the day? Uh, that was at night. I during the day I went and saw actually uh, my dad perform. He has he did a show in Wasted Grain. Yeah, he's a he's a musician. Oh, and, uh, and oh my god, watch me know the, your dad. He played with the band called the Mac Daddios. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but they're like <gasps> I've a local. Never heard okay, oh. <laughs> they're, they're like old dudes who play like classic rock covers. Uh, but you know they old it, dudes it, old and they're called the Mac Daddios. Yes, no, my dad is what? in the band. <laughs> That's yeah. so hip. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I went to the show and it was the largest seal 
a Hawaiian shirt wearing motherfuckers oh, I've ever seen. <laughs> Endless cargo shorts. And I was like, Dave, Bill, Jim. Like, and everyone was like, <laughs> oh yes, yes. And I was like, it's just a test, but I fucking knew it. And <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but it was, it was really cool. And, like, during the day, like, obviously, it was – it's a lot different because at night it's like full on, like going to the riot house during the day. Like there's no way it's going to be the same energy, but the riot house during the night, it was like a legit riot, you know, and like fog and smoke. Like I thought there was a fire going on in there. The DJ's up on the stage, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, holy shit. Yeah, Scottsdale goes hard. Give me but yeah. they, I enjoy their drugs go hard too. I, so. Every place, every place that I think of, like, like I, I only know of like, like bars. So it's like when I think of Scottsdale, I think of like Gilligan's. I love Gilligan's. It's like so, like when I want to go. Where's Gilligan's? Where do I know that? Uh, Educate like, me. It's I don't right. Know it's either. right next to. It's right next to. Um, what's that fancy Brazilian steakhouse? Fogo de Chao. Oh, it's right. It's, yeah. like, it's like right there. It's, it, but but it's got a cool. It's got like a. It's pretty cool. You should check it out. Um, but you're from here, and you've been doing radio for 11 years? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, we tried doing some homework. Oh, my brain hurts. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you, I think so. You got, you got into, you've been working in the radio business since about, like, around 2011, right? Ew, you guys are gross. <laughs> <laughs> I Ew. told you we should have done this. <laughs> I homework. wanted to have something. Oh, no, no we were honestly, very I, I appreciate you guys digging. Yes, <laughs> I have started in 2011. Before that, I was a massage therapist. And then I was like, man, fuck What this. a change. Yeah, I, I guess I just always, I, I feel like I've talked about this a lot in podcasts. But, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I bet. I, uh, it's our turn now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. When I was younger, like, you know, we were talking and geeking out about radio. And mm. my mom was a big radio nerd. And I, in turn, love radio because there was just so much different music to hear. And at the time, this is where I got my music. Right. Um, so uh, my mom won something through the radio station, Power 92.3. Uh-huh. And it was tickets, movie passes to go see Batman Forever. Hell yeah. Oh, man. I fucking love Batman yeah. because of that. And yeah. I, you know, before then, uh, I think it was at the movie theater was across the street from a Planet Hollywood. Remember those? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, they did some like pre-screening hangout at the bar and I met the DJs and it was the morning show at the time. And it was Bruce Kelly and Maggie Brock. Uh, you guys probably don't know that because you moved here later. Mm. But uh, I met them and I was like, I want to be in radio when I grow up. And sure shit, here I am. That's so yeah, cool. That's, yeah. That's so, 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 so how do you, um, again, a lot of these questions, you're, it's like you are like the master of answering now, but it's like when you, when you make that transition, what, what was the first steps of that? So, and the reason why I asked that is because growing up, I was around like Stern. That was my dad's like go to, yeah. you know what I mean? So like, uh, Holmberg, you know uh, what I mean? Just same, like, it was yeah. just growing up listening to the same thing. I loved them. I, when I was a kid, I loved like jock shock radio, just like, Whoa. Well, it's because the... at the time that was the big thing, right? you know? And then, you know, listening to people call in and like do all that stuff. And then as I got older, I've always wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. And so when 2020 rolled around, I, I didn't know where to go when it came to radio broadcasting, but Papa Biden gives you a check to just have fun with. <laughs> I just was I like, wish I got that check. Yeah. I was like right on the borderline. I was like, no. Oh, so that's exactly what I did with it. And like, it was either a learn how to podcast or B just go hijack a radio tower and be a pirate radio station. Like, Honestly, both like, great investments. That's what I'm saying. So it's Very like, I'm so fulfilling. curious, especially like, so I'm assuming you did go to school, like there's the schooling for it. Uh, well, I thought I had to, I was Googling and, uh, I was set up to do, uh, what was I doing? Um, I inquired about a school called Ohio Broadcasting uh, Radio Broadcasting School that was in Denver for some reason. And so I put some money down. I was like, yes, I want to apply. And I was getting ready to move. And then two weeks before I was supposed to move, uh, my appendix burst. So all the money that I saved up ended up going towards the hospital. 
And I was like, I'm so fucked. How am I going to do this? And I was like, and I just got really stoned one night and I was like, F it. I'm going to. Good for you. I'm going to. Uh, what did I do? I Facebook messaged Brett Vesley from KUP. Yeah. Because oh, it was wow. in the middle of the night, you know? And that <laughs> was like, like a story. Yeah, really? right? Yeah. Damn, so it was the middle of the night. It was like 3 a.m. and I knew he was awake. <laughs> and I was like, I know you're not doing shit. Answer me. And he answered immediately. No so, way. and he told me, you know, you can go to school. That's great, but you're going to waste your money. Everything that you can learn at school, you, uh, you could do in a radio station. Mm-hmm. Just get your foot in the door, whether it be a janitor or whether it be in promotions. Just make sure that your face is seen. Work your ass off and let people know what you want to do. And then from there, it, you know, it, it evolved into that. So I ended up emailing X1039 at the time. Yeah. Uh, and I lied and said that I was an in, that I needed an internship for my college class, even though I wasn't even in college. They didn't even ask me about that shit, so that was even better. That wow. was such a Steve Jobs move. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Just bullshitted my way into this. I mean, you know, if you're confident enough, you can get through with anything. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Just don't, you know, answer any questions afterwards. <laughs> um, so uh, then I started working there. It was interning. I was working for free, and I was working so many different jobs just to cover everything. And uh, then I got a job at X1039 and then eventually moved to KUPD and told Brett, like, hey, dude, thank you. This You're the reason I am here now because of your guidance. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And he answered at such oh. a, a late mm. time. Like, that's just, you know, you got to do it. That's just, that is just uh, evidence that you got to just say, fuck it, get stoned. I mean, the worst <laughs> thing. It, submit it. Write the lesser, you know, promote, promote yourself. That's going to be the name of your new, of your new book. Fuck, Fuck it, it, get stoned, do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like the best tagline I could ever have. Do you know so. how many grandmothers I would punch in the face to get a, to get a radio gig with you, dude? Do you know how much I would love to be on morning radio with Christian? Are you fucking serious? Morning radio? Yeah, of course. Morning radio because, is a beast, because, dude. Because that's I'm, hard. And, and yeah, because we'll, yeah, I love the dynamic because you wouldn't have slept yet. Yeah. And I would be, be the like, nice uh, and chipper. Cool. You know what I mean? I'll be oh, hilarious man. as hell. <laughs> Me and Christian are on complete opposite schedules because he works at night. So like, I get up for at four thirty in the morning for the gym. Okay. And so it's like when I'm waking up, I'm like, "Hey, man, good night." You know what I mean? And so yeah. it's like, but I would love that, man. I would love to do like that's so cool. Like ever since I was a kid, like me and my dad, like we'd be silly and like we'd do like in the car on the way to school. That's like so fucking rad, hey, dude. It's, it's, I it's love Jacob that. and his dad. Morning radio, dad. What are you feeling? Today? Like we would just do funny shit like that, and like we, yeah, I just go yeah, around radio my radio voices of course, oh, all the time. Just when you're tuning into, you know what I mean? Just like I would do that <laughs> all the time in my house, and I think that's why like I started doing this. Like it's so fun. It One really question is. I've been burning to ask, like I've been dying to ask okay. you. I cannot. It's so hard for me to control <laughs> no. on my voice when it like when it comes to this. Like, is it hard to not swear on the radio? No, really. No, uh, something goes off in your brain as soon as you know you hit. Uh, if you're the one controlling the buttons mm-hmm. and you see that red light go on in front of you, you know that if you say something that it's not gonna end well for you right but thankfully if you do accidentally curse or maybe if you have a guest in that curses because that's happened to me before oh, really? you get a dump button so every single radio station is on a delay what you're hearing mm-hmm. like through the speakers is not it's actually eight seconds to 15 seconds ago that it was re- said okay. so oh. on the delay which is great you hit that button and it'll delete a portion of uh whatever audio you want cut out and then uh, it'll come through on the air as if like, uh, like a weird static, uh, 
fix. I don't know how to explain like it. Like a cut? Like a quick you cut? Know, you, it'll sound like a cut. They'll say one thing and then it cuts into something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll think it's maybe like a radio glitch or whatever. But no, it's because somebody cursed and they hit the dump button. <laughs> so without, I guess, I, you know, we're not going to ask names or anything like that. But I mean, I'm assuming there is a, a preparation of like, do me a favor and just kind of keep it a little PG for radio. But <gasps> uh- people that come in they know yeah. they know the drill yeah, i mean right. they've done radio interviews before mm-hmm. um i've cursed on the year before on accident and it was on uh <laughs> this is when i was doing promotions uh with kupd mm-hmm. and shan man put me on the air and they were talking about i don't know if you guys know who charlie creedle is sounds familiar uh so he's just like one of like the ghouls that come out to a lot of their events and he's like some crazy wrestling aficionado oh. but he's deaf and so John always like makes fun of his voice on the air. Well, <laughs> and so like he's become just his own character for some reason. They asked me some weird question about him, and I and I I don't know why I said fuck it, and then <laughs> yeah. not thinking because I was on the other side of the board and he's controlling it. And uh, next thing you know, he's like, "You're never coming on the air again," and he never put me on the air Damn. after wow. that. Uh, but that's fine because then I just you know I have my own radio station to do that say, now. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it it does sound like there is like it it can be a very pressure filled job, but I mean, you make it sound so effortless. Like it sounds like yeah, you're... you definitely have the voice. Like when I when I you know learning that you're going to be the guest, and I was like, I know this voice. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, of course. I don't even makes I, sense to me. I don't know why. I I don't know how to explain it. It's not that something that I knew growing up is like, oh, you got a voice. Mm-hmm. I just knew that I could try and use it, and then it just turned out to be this way. No, yeah, definitely. When you first sat sense. down, and I heard you in the in the mic, I was just like, <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> like oh, she's here. That has so to be funny. that has to be one of the most backhanded compliments of all time, though. No, like, not at all. Like, no, I'm saying like when you meet somebody uh-huh. and you're like, "Hi, thanks for coming," and they're like, "Wow, that's what you look like." You yeah, know what I mean? A hundred percent. Because and, well, before now we have social media, so now you could right. look yeah. and see what people look like. Right. Right. So it's not too much of a difference for people. And uh, yeah, like I'm trying to think who I heard, and I was like, "Whoa, you look like that," and I think it may have been. And not in a negative way, but I think it was Fitz. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I pictured a completely different person when I heard Fitz's voice. And then when I met him, I was like, oh, you're fucking Mexican. That's interesting and weird. I thought <laughs> you were just like this white guy. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, kind of trippy. Yeah. Yeah. You, I'm never offended when it happens. Oh, good. It's very... It's, Me know. and Christian are fragile little snowflakes, so... We, <laughs> we met one person. It was the first time we ever had someone be like, oh, hey, you're the guys from Basement Dwellers. And it was... This is what I assume heroin feels like. You know what I mean? You're just like, oh my god. You know what I mean? Like, it is me. Like, oh yeah, it is me. And and the guy, without hesitation, he goes, yeah, he goes, he goes. You know, you guys are really funny. I really like when you guys have guests on, though, and not so much when it's just the two of you. That resonated with us. Still, obviously, but like that night, how did he say it? it? He was just like. You know, I really like, he's like, I think the episodes where you guys have guests are really funny. Uh-huh. Like, he said, kind of like a little backhanded, yeah. like, basically, like, when you have guests, it's better. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we were kind of like, well, we need to have guests on every episode. Well, then huh? let me ask you this. Does yeah. that drive you to do a better show together than it is with other people? She, because it should motivate you. Yeah. For most people, they'll, like, hold on to it. But right. if you can 
motivate yourself to get yourself out of whatever that is. Or also maybe that's just their preference. I mean, everybody's different. Yeah, yeah. Because me personally, me personally, I, I like mine and Jacob's episodes where it's just me and him. Yeah. Because um, I feel like me and Jacob have like, like he said, like we have like this chemistry where it's like we say jokes that only he and I get, mm-hmm. but. I don't know, like our 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 personal comedy is kind of like infectious, you know. So our like people are like, you know, you guys will say shit that I don't even understand, but the way you guys say it is so fucking funny. It's true. Yeah. You know? Just it's, true. it's always day, great to hear other people's conversations, right? And Christian yeah. brought up a really good point: is that at the end of the day, like, because we'll do a lot of like, I know that sometimes it can be insufferable to like, we'll just play pretend. Like mm-hmm. we did this bit a few episodes ago where I was like, okay. I want you, how would you react to being noticed like in your fame? Like we're famous. Like we got like, and someone's like, I know you from somewhere, you know? So we like did like a pretend thing. And, and, and that's my way of like, I don't know what else to talk about. So let's have fun with this, you know? <laughs> yeah. But the way that he said it was like, at the end of the day, this is for us. You know what I mean? Like, Ultimately, so, so, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, we want to do a good job, but it's like, you want to have fun doing a good job. It's more fun to, to watch yeah. somebody have fun doing a good thing. That's what we were talking about before. Like watching like those weird, like adult swim com- like shows is because you know that the creators who made that, you just see the creative bliss you know you see them just like oh we're just gonna uncompromise like our vision is gonna be completely uncompromising (laughs) right now that's true now let me ask you this do you guys ever go back and listen to your episodes I, I know he listens to all of them. That's it, great. I will listen to them when I'm making like like TikToks for them and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I'll find specific ones. Um, yeah, like the shorts and stuff. I yeah. always I find it difficult to do that sometimes when mm-hmm. I was doing my own podcast. I hated editing it. Um, in my mind, I just felt like I was terrible mm-hmm. it was shit i didn't know how oh. to do anything right yeah no i feel i feel uh, that when i, I was I, hard on myself i make anything when i produce anything like that i'm just like uh, i have to listen to it like i have to take breaks because if i just consistently listen to it i'll just nitpick the like every little and thing that's what i did that's yeah. exactly what i did and to the point where i'm like you know what i'm not enjoying this anymore mm-hmm. hearing what i'm doing even though other people enjoyed it in my mind i don't understand why um but yeah i i'm glad that you guys don't Always go back and do it because sometimes that could fuck no. your shit up. It's, it's like, definitely it's it's a no process if anything. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's a way for us to kind of just be like, okay, we know what we need to do differently. Hence, why it's like we do want to try feel doing it. Music. You guys right. know, so because right. we could be, be goofy all day long, but also it's like one 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 criticism I've heard is that you've had people on that do a specific thing, but you didn't really talk about what they do. They're just kind of there to joke around with you okay so it's like you know we've had bands on where it's just like i think maybe like once or twice i mentioned it but but you could you wouldn't even notice it you know what i mean yeah so so one thing that i do like like I'm, i was so happy that we like he decided to like do like some research because this is one of our bigger shows like you were a big <laughs> guest to us thank you you know and and so you know we have things to talk about now which is actually something we, uh, i wanted to transition to uh which was uh is it it's nerdgasm yeah. Right. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that, because I noticed the tattoos Ooh. got, you know, got the controller, got the. Uh, yeah, I got all kinds of random stuff yeah. on me. Sick. Um, <laughs> well, I just wanted to do when I listen to radio, mm-hmm. everyone has their entertainment section. They have their they have things that they talk about that are in the news. Right. And for me, one thing that I felt like was not touched upon was more pop culture or um, nostalgic things or really anything relating with STEM, science, technology, you know, engineering, mathematics, things like that, Mm. um, or space. So I wanted to try and come up with something that where I can kind of fit things into it because we nerd out on so much stuff. Definitely. And it feels as of recently, I have just been talking about a lot of Disney things, but then I forget, like, 
Disney and Viacom and all them, they own everything. So yep. it's hard to not talk about it. <laughs> One of us. Yeah. <laughs> One of us. So, you know, there's that. I mean, there's AI stuff that we talk about. And plus I have the oh, sponsor, man. University of Advancing Technology. Sure. So I still try to, you know, incorporate things with that, including video games. And like video games is one of my passions. Yes. I love playing video games. So, cool. I mean, it's, I wanted to try and do things that were different than what other people are doing. Yeah. And I'm hoping that that comes across. And if it doesn't, then <sighs> fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Garbage. I mean, you got to support it for sure. I mean, as you, I'm sure you could tell walking in, it's like, we got the 40 K minis. Like, yeah, we're big, table t- yeah. Big, big tabletop gamers. You got the D and D books down there. <laughs> it is cool to, to hear that outlet. Like I love, like one thing with me is I'm such a dumb caveman when it comes to nerd culture. Like I, like when we look at 40 K, I like to roll the dice and I okay. like to the strategy. He is a walking, talking encyclopedia. <laughs> So and there's like, so, but that that's the beauty of it. There's right. so many different. There's a whole different aspect. Uh, everybody's on a different spectrum when it comes to the thing that they love. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people go hard, and some people are just still getting into it, or some people are just you know. It's, it's a complimentary, uh, uh, you know, symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. we're like, codependent. That's what that yeah, that's, that's what I'm getting <laughs> at. Awareness. Let's go. <laughs> so, so for you, like, um, you know, you consider yourself a nerd, I would say, and then yeah. um, <laughs> on a surface level, maybe. I was gonna say, how deep does that actually go? Like, I know you're like a, a fan of like Pokemon and stuff like that. I'm a fan of like so many different things. Like it ranges. Um, and I honestly, I feel like I'm one of those people that knows a little about a lot of things okay. versus knows a lot about a little bit of things. Yeah, I'm in that. I believe that. Um, I'm the same. which I feel like there's more of that around than there is, you know, the other. Um, so I don't know, I guess like if I have to, do I have to give like a number between one and 10 or like how, no, you're like, how like, nerdy are you? No, no, no. <laughs> no, we're not trying to compete like, with you. That's are we it. about Time to, to like throw down with like, slammers or like listen, what? If you can't name the 225th Pokemon <laughs> right now, you need yeah. to go. No. It's like, you're going to come up to me and ask me, oh, you like I'm wearing a band shirt. And you're like, name three songs. Oh, no. You were speculating oh, you like on what the basement dwellers was. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. We're about to gatekeep you. Gatekeeping nerds. Here we go. You did mention, you know, you've been getting really into Disney. This begs the question. I got to bring it back from previous episode. Would you consider yourself a Disney adult? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Now, I grew up on Disney. Now, I need you to be completely modest when I ask you this question. <laughs> you go on a first you go on a first date, right? Uh, Who what date would be more insufferable? A uh, Disney adult or a Harry Potter adult? Fuck, I'm dating a Harry Potter. <laughs> um, oh shit! And I'm a Disney adult, and I've I think we've learned to <laughs> codependent on each other mm. uh, with what we love. Yeah. I, that's I don't know. It's hard to say because in the relationship I'm in now, we are both from very different worlds. Okay. Um, you know, me, I'm a Mexican girl that's lived in Mesa her whole life, and I guess needs to get out. Uh, and then my girlfriend is a black woman who traveled so much because her parents were, uh, you know, in the military and like, uh, right. all that mm-hmm. cop stuff. So she's seen so many things, but she also grew up Christian. And so, like, the things that I listened to, which was, like, hardcore rap, everything in the 90s. I'm listening yeah. to fucking, like, Jodeci for some reason, too. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm five. I shouldn't be listening to this, but I am. <laughs> and her, she didn't even know that music existed because she only listened to church music. So it's weird how our worlds, Whoa. even though we're very different, mm-hmm. how we have combined and how it works so well. I think that's cool because you found 
a hobby that though they're not the same, it's like your love for both of them kind of mm-hmm. like spreads over. It like translates. I yeah, think. yeah, I would say because I mean, like, I guess if I had to put a label on it, I would say I'm I'm more Disney, but I've dated an obscene amount of Harry Potter. <laughs> Girls. Okay, but what house though? Uh, mostly Slytherin. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. then that's your problem. Yeah, You're yeah, dating yeah. Slytherin. Not bitches. only, not only were which, all by the them... way, shout out House Slytherin. That's oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to take this opportunity to say uh, shout out. To, I'm a uh, no. I'm see. I'm a such Haven't a good. Like, I think. I think. Like. I think. Like two or three of his exes have a Death Eater tattoo. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, it's rough. So that's I, also I definitely, I definitely have a bias. And we were just talking about Disney songs and like. I think that's your red flag. Yeah. <laughs> just the Death Eater tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> The Harry Potter red flag. <laughs> I just want to meet. I just want to meet a nice girl that doesn't auto populate to Slytherin. Is yeah, all I'm saying. Like 100%. I'm a good. I'm a good Christian yeah, Hufflepuff. Where are the, the Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff uh, ladies? Yeah. At, you know? Yes. They're, they're, they're... I, th- I think I was Ravenclaw when I checked. Really? I can't remember. You're like the only Ravenclaw I've ever met in my entire. That's not true. Everyone I guarantee either... you. There's. I guarantee you. There's lots of people who tested Ravenclaw the first time. And they're like, no, no, no. Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I gotta do this again and make my yeah. answers more Hufflepuff. edgier. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've never heard of anyone what being Buzz a Hufflepuff. Question is this? Oh my there god. There was like some website, right? Like a while back. Oh, there's a thousand. You could take them oh, right now, like right. thequizlet.com, and like which one are you? You know. Support the show. Patreon.com/slash/basementdwellerproductions. Thank you all so much for the support. And now more of the basement dwellers. Speaking of music, I, I I saw this written down on okay. Christian's notes. I have to ask, your first concert was Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> yes, it was. How was that? Uh, it was incredible. Uh, I was obsessed. Really? With uh, what was that album? Uh, East nineteen ninety nine something. Oh my god, I can't think of it right now. God, I'm not that good of a, a fan anymore. <laughs> but I was obsessed. I would slick my hair back. Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. thought I was. A gangster. I'm like ten. Okay, you were. I begged my mom to take me to this show, mm-hmm. and my key opening thing was is like, why don't we go see Bone Thugs and Harmony? Keith Sweat is gonna be there, and I know you <laughs> love Keith Sweat, so she took me. Mind you, we get there, and it's at Blockbuster Desert Sky Pavilion now. Yeah. Uh, the amphitheater that's out there. What yeah. the fuck is the name? Talking Sick Resort yes. Amphitheater yeah. now. Yeah. Ashley Home Furniture. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I can go on. There's so <laughs> um, and, you know, there's Keith Sweat dry humping some girl on stage, and we're there. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't Hell know. Yeah, yeah, so. I loved hearing that because it reminded me my stepmom was one of my favorite people of all time. Her, uh, her first show was uh, uh, Bo- Boys to Men. Oh my God, she, I would love to see and, them And live. she told me a story that she, because it was general admission and she was able to get to the front and she was probably like, I think she said she was like a freshman. Oh wow. But like they were looking right at her during I'll Make Love to You. Uh, and she was no. like, it changed my life. Oh <laughs> my God. And she's dated black men ever since. No, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just my dorky dad. <laughs> That's about it. Well, what was she? Maybe what was he was she? down on bended knee. Oh, maybe. <laughs> what was your first concert? Um, my first concert was actually Vans Warped Tour. Um, oh hell yeah! Yeah, I think it, was, it was like pretty late, like I think right before senior year, so like 2011. Okay, all right. Yeah, so I saw I don't know I saw a bunch of my favorite bands like the, for the first time. Uh, what was a band that you discovered there that like blew your nips off? Oh man, probably <laughs> probably asking Alexandria, but that burned <laughs> oh out pretty my, quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> nice. Because 2011. Like, that's when I started radio, and you were. <laughs> Oh my god! We're twenty eight. 
We're <laughs> we're 28 little babies. Back then I was That's 17. Okay. Oh, but we could we could show the. I mean, we were seen boys. Like we definitely oh, have yes. transpired. I from, concur that. Yeah, we <laughs> had the. I mean, I I had the long hair that was nice. straightened. I had the burgundy skinny jeans. Hell yes. Yeah, yeah. no, I did not. I went like there. I, I went there in some swim trunks and a backpack. That's all. I, had. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that is the attire for any right? warp tour. Yeah, because you will die out there. It oh, is yeah. insulting that Arizona continuously <laughs> decides to have festivals between uh, May and August. It's just. <sighs> It's, and then they have the audacity to charge $12 for a bottle of fucking Dasani. Oh, my gosh. Of right? Dasani. And Dasani, <laughs> yeah. of all things, yeah. you know? At I, least give me a Fiji I tracked, I tracked down the fire truck, and I was just, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kind of soaked like, in between sets. You can, so you guys aren't drinking water out of the toilet like you should be during <laughs> right. those concerts? because And, and that's the thing, free too, water. is free like water. looking back at it and being such a shit teenager is just like things that I could never do now. It's like I went there. I had no water all day because I couldn't fucking afford it. And it's like, I'm chain smoking Bronson cigarettes and like, yeah. I'm like stoned. And then it's like, I find like, like, like half empty, disgusting. And it's just like, oh, dude, yeah. if I did any of that today, I'd go into cardiac arrest. Like, I cannot believe how many festivals I went to with like no money, like no ride after like figured and it was, out. And no phone. And no it phone. was a much simpler time yeah. where you're not having to, you know, call people or mm -hmm. anything or text them and find out where they are. Man, I do not miss that era. Yeah. Uh, the last warp tour I went to, I think it was at back at Auction Pavilion or mm -hmm. whatever it is, but everything was on pavement. And it was hot as fuck. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure at one point, I think I was watching Authority Zero go on and my shoes oh, yeah. were sunk into the asphalt because it was that fucking hot. Oh, oh dang! God. It was so like you had, like you had, like you like stuck to your feet. Yes. Oh man! It was just it was miserable, and I think that was the same year we also decided to bring out a dunk tank. Oh, and you, <laughs> and it's kind of messed up because everybody else is like, "Let me get in the water! Let me get in the water!" <laughs> uh. Well, that water, I mean, had to be still water that had been sitting there for days because yeah. oh, I yeah. got dunked in it and I got oh, yeah. sick immediately. Oh afterwards. yeah! Oh wow! It yeah. is it is it is insane to this day. Like I am so shocked at the not to not to make it too much of like a like a, a shift, but like I always get so sad. I mean, we're we're disgustingly hot. Yeah, and it's just the, the we're not meant to live here. No, it's <laughs> yes, just like the, the lack the, the lack of just preparedness for anything during the summer here mm -hmm. is insane. Like a hundred percent, because this was me last week yeah. when my friend Izzy, who does the morning show at Alt Izzy, she's I was about like, to I was about to have a coronary. I thought you were friends with our Izzy. I was oh. like, this dude's an amalgam. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. No, no, no. So uh, she's like, hey, let's go uh, tubing down the Salt River, and I've done it before, mm -hmm. but this was. 10 years ago or whatever. Um, I forgot that it's five fucking hours long yeah. and I only brought fruit <laughs> and like one bottle of water. Right. I'm oh, thinking man. it's going to be two, three hours. No big deal. We're going to get on this tube and boom. I mean, I even brought sunscreen, but mm -hmm. it wasn't enough. I ended up getting a cellular sunburn, which doesn't oh. mean, you know, cool the sunburn. Yeah, I know, right? Cellular sunburn. <laughs> yeah. Somebody asked me, they're like, what'd you do? Get a sunburn through your phone? How did that happen? I'm like, uh. no, <laughs> your cells and your body, asshole. <laughs> Go back to school. Yeah. I burned myself. <laughs> yeah. And it's like to the point, like the next morning when I was getting out of bed, because it only happened on my legs. Mm -hmm. Um, I if I put my foot down on the floor, my it felt like the whole thing was going to just explode. Like oh, there was wow. so much pain and pressure, and I was like, you are you're you're from Arizona. You should mm -hmm. know better. You should know 
feel better. I think that's the thing is you feel invincible. Like I you feel do. like I don't have to wear sunscreen because I'm from Arizona. Like now in my thirties, I know I'm not invincible. <laughs> I, it's clearly proven. Oh Christian almost died by cutting his ear today. I mean, we're exactly, <laughs> and you're not even thirty yet. I was going to say I've been tempting fate in this weather because I've been I've been tilling this yard like no. the last couple weeks, and like man, like I haven't gotten sunburned yet, but I've been getting a pretty sexy tan, I think. Yeah. And is um, it does it match your shirt? What? Like, he has sleeveless shirts, like oh, it's cut got down. The farmer's town. So do you got a little bit? Okay. I, I kind of want the tan to just be like this just, shirt. Just straight line. Yeah, it turns out this is, you're not wearing a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so um, no, I mean, I don't know. I've been, I've tried to like pound water out there and stuff. I can't work out there for longer than like maybe a couple hours. Well, it's miserably hot. Oh my God. You got to do it like right when you get done with work. <laughs> I was going to say like, I might start proposing like before you go to bed in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> just do a couple hours in the yard. Just do a couple yeah. hours in the yard. You're like what? Before <laughs> the, the neighbors are calling out. the cop. What crackhead is back there digging? Oh. I don't think so, man. We got these people over here. They like bump karaoke till like the wee hours even, in the morning. I, I was they were say, bumping yeah. karaoke out here before I rolled in. I was like, oh, yeah. at yeah. first I thought it was a garage sale. I saw a, a table with a whole bunch of yeah. random things yeah. on it. Yeah. I was gonna go up and just you know give them some money to see if I can get something. But mm -hmm. you probably could. I know <laughs> this guy's always hustling. Why don't you interview these guys? I would love to. Uh, he's actually a metal worker. He yeah. like makes metal sculptures. No in way. his backyard, they made a live stage out of a shipping container. Yeah, you might have seen it in his front yard. He has like a Lego, like a steel Lego man or something like that. But yeah. he, he oh, made all that stuff. That. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Uh, mm -hmm. That's where we actually got our display cases from, <laughs> from those guys. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's really convenient. Fun. You didn't have to go to, you know, Ikea for us. Oh, yeah. dude, we are the... <laughs> I am so thrifty as fuck. Yeah. If, it, if it ain't a, like I'm this impressed. is all brass armadillo, like we, you know, oh, I mean? like, nice. we got to, you know. So you're always advocating on, you know, you use your radio show to definitely be, you know, um, to promote a lot of really fun things around the valley. Are you one to still enjoy said things around the valley? Like for example, in a two weeks, I'm going to be attending Always Sunny trivia. <gasps> so it's like I saw that, and yeah. I was like, I have to. Well, go. now you have to come. Now we have to be partners. You got to come. Really with me. do, and I am. <laughs> I. June 28th at Yucca Tap Room. I don't want to say that I am a massive fan, but I am a pretty big fan. Have yeah. you been watching this latest season? Of course I have. I, that yeah. first episode was so fucking funny. Do you remember? Do you remember, man? I mean, I got, I got, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, so I got a new tattoo oh, and yeah. I, and can you tell me what this is? Denim chicken. Yeah! <laughs> it's denim chicken. Oh, what God dang it. So, I, so I say, all right, so now you know. Basement dwellers will be. <laughs> and always Sunny Trivia. Maybe, maybe not with Mo from Mo Show. I mean, we could be doing Always Sunny Trivia right now I'm, if you want. Oh, it was so oh. funny. We, we we did play around, and, and I was like, quiz me. And he was like, what is like this? Okay, what is <laughs> this? It's just it's like. Not even fair. The answer's yeah. always rum ham <laughs> yeah, or yeah, fine exactly. <laughs> but I guess what I'm saying is that like even, even with like. Do you ever feel like you get exhaustion from doing set promotions and going on on the scene, or like even in your off time, do you still try to enjoy local Arizona events? Ooh, it differs. Mm -hmm. uh, it depends on what the event is. Sure. And then also, I find myself wanting to stay home more and more. Uh, I'm not sure if it's because this is the time where I hibernate because it is hot outside. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, my girlfriend Ray is always trying to drag me to shows and local shows and. I'm just lazy right now, mm -hmm. but I do need to start supporting more because I really haven't been going out and supporting people's local shows. I mean, yes, I'll talk about their shows uh, on like Homegrown when I do my mm -hmm. Sunday night segment where we feature local music. And I love supporting these bands because we do have a lot of great talent, oh, a lot of artists, and they're all just really not seen. And if I can just give them a tiny spotlight, I love it. But I know I could be doing more by being more involved with the community. And 
you know, quite honestly, I'm not where I should be. And I will work on that now that we're talking about it. <laughs> well, we appreciate you supporting us. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I mean, I mean incredible. <laughs> this is the reason why I started yeah. this show was for local. Er- I mean, because look, like you could say, like LA is cool. I've never been to New York, but I'm sure it's cool for the scene and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I have been so blown away my entire adult life of just the people I've met, the things that I've attended in Phoenix alone. You know, before he passed away, I was, I was, you know, I've seen Andy Warpigs a few times. I oh, miss that guy yeah. every single day. You know. A big regret of, of this show is that I had to I had to postpone and he was going to be on and then he ends up passing. But it's just like because of him, you know, that's how I discovered Trunk Space. And then I met yeah. I met Robbie from Playboy Man Baby, which got Robbie me. Robbie is the best. the best. And I have been trying so hard <laughs> to just I, I know he's so busy, but like I want to talk. I want that guy in here so bad. But like our whole thing is that it's just like because we're out here, too, you mm-hmm. know, and and. We're small, but like it's like at the same, and it's not even a this for that thing. But it's like we love that you're out here trying to do something. So are we? And so for you, so you know, I guess you know we're kind of a little bit over halfway through. I definitely want to just, I guess, we'll take this time to say thank you so much for being here. I mean, it's a huge deal to us. Thank you. you It means a lot. Seriously, I I appreciate you being very modest about it. You know, and you're, you know, you're. I know. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, (laughs) but it's, but it's not like that because I. I know what it's like to try and start and do things and it's hard. Mm-hmm. It is so hard to get people to sign up and join. But for me, when I do these things, my whole goal is I'm here to have fun and I'm mm-hmm. not here to bring some weird egotistical thing. And I just genuinely love talking to other people a lot yeah. Yeah. Um, to the point where it's almost a fault and I don't know how to get out of a conversation. <laughs> and then, you know, we're stuck somewhere. Another reason why going to shows is hard mm-hmm. um, because I don't find myself watching the shows anymore. Yeah. I find myself talking to everyone else mm-hmm. um, because they know me from the radio or, you know, we're, we're friends or we've grew up in the scene or things like that. So it's, it's, turned into something different for me. But yeah. like when I get opportunities like this, where it's like one-on-one time mm-hmm. or one-on-three, now I'm nervous, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, you know, it's it's cool. I'm down for that. Well, I think, too, like the older you get, like, uh, too, like the and the more events that you go to, you, the more particular you get about, like, the people and the company that you're going to be keeping there because you start to pick up on more of, like, the meta things as opposed to, like, I'm going there for this. It's like, well, if I'm going to go there, you know, I've been there before, so I want to make sure that there's this vibe there and I want there you know I want to talk to a lot of people so if the event doesn't really like allow for that to happen like I could see where you know you'd you'd be a little bit more selective but um, yeah but and also selective with people too because you're giving the you're giving these people your energy no matter who it is so true and so if that person is constantly trying to is an energy vampire if they're calling robinson yeah then (laughs) you want them out you just don't want to keep feeding into that you're my favorite oh my god (laughs) no we love that show we love that show too i had a a what we do in the shadows party for my birthday a few years ago no way who did you please tell me i'm laszlo oh yeah he's my he's my favorite oh my gosh see i don't know if i want to be like i i had this idea to ask holmberg because he loves that show too mm-hmm. and i thought it would be funny if maybe him and i dressed up as uh some of the characters for yeah. uh what we do in the shadows mm-hmm. and i thought it would be funny if he was oh my god what the hell is his name nandor nandor mm-hmm. and then i would be uh guillermo his uh, you <laughs> nice. know i just thought it would be really funny to yeah. do um but i've never approached him about it yeah. <laughs> You know, see when you even when you named like like name drop like stuff like that, it's like that's another person. It's just like I would love to know what that guy's like. I'm sure he's a cool dude. And like, he's so cool. Uh, it's interesting because obviously you hear a persona on the air, and right. he's still that guy. But I mean, he really does. For me, he has uh, 
He doesn't do it to everybody because, again, energy. Right. You know, you don't want to give it to the wrong people right. or whatever. Um, he has been extremely helpful. He's been extremely supportive. And he, like, I don't think he's, he doesn't, like, say it out loud, but I know that he wants the best for me. And it's been, it's it's really cool to see that and to get that from someone who has been somewhat of, like, a hero slash mentor for you. And I don't think he realizes it. And I'm not just going to go and geek out and say that because once mm-hmm. you do that, immediate turnoff yeah. for him. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 and I get that. But he has given me so many opportunities and it's been really cool. Yeah, it does sound Aww. like, again, that's just something I would I would love to do. Like, like it's literally just like I, I still listen. Like I love listening to their squares. Like I love. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like, been a cool thing to be a part of, too. Right. And, and that's why and I, like, stressful. I like having fun with like, like there's episodes where like we have sound effects on there that like we just have like we just sound I'm silly. I'm a fan and, like, of sound effects. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. All day long. Them. And it's just like, you know, it's. That's the one thing that I've always wanted to do. So to have you here just uh, in the basement right now is like it's, it's one step closer to yeah. Holmberg. It's just, yeah. <laughs> thank you for being my stepping stone. Yeah, anytime. anytime. Uh, so, I mean, I definitely don't, I, I don't imagine that you have any plans of, of stopping. I mean, this is something that you want to keep continuing to do. I mean, is there anything else that you're incredibly passionate about that you could see yourself going to after? Um, I guess if I'm being incredibly honest, I feel like my time in radio might be done here soon. Really? Um, I just don't know exactly. I have ideas of things I want to do, but you, I, I love doing, okay, let me preface this. I love doing what I'm doing. I have one of the best jobs in the world where I get to provide people opportunities to go to an event or if they don't have money to go see that event or, you know, give them an experience and I get to play great music and I get to be to a talk vibe. to, to yeah. talk to people. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. But I don't feel challenged in what i'm doing anymore and i think i need to find something that does that for me Mm -hmm. that helps me want to grow and be better and create something different because i think for me in radio i feel like i've already done everything i wanted to do Mm -hmm. my whole goal was to get on a morning show and i did it and i love it now i feel like i'm doing kind of like a weird morning show but in the day Mm -hmm. if that makes sense sure um yeah because most of the time when people are on during middays it's mainly talking like in and out of a song quick let's go let's go let's go for me i mean i'm i have games now i have you know uh segments i have things to talk about things Mm -hmm. to do and sometimes i have guests on and so i don't know i i don't mind where i'm at but i feel like i need to do something to challenge myself even further and whether that be with uh like more voice work yeah or with which i mean my ultimate dream would to be voicing characters in video games and in animation. I think you should absolutely do that. I know Andy's, I can. That's I, always dream. I want to do that. I think that'd be great. Yeah, that's uh, that's something I've been trying to, to to put together. I have like a vocal booth, you know, like a home nice. setup. But do you have a demo? I have. I'm putting. I'm currently putting a de- demo together. I took something. headshots of him for the record. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. He helped me with that. But yeah, that's something that I'm 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 like really passionate about too. But I just don't. You know, starting that. I have a lot of stuff that I've recorded, but I don't want to like make that my demo i want to de- like put a little bit more time into my demos but have you l- had anybody listen to your demos yes yeah, so i actually have like one of those like uh, uh like backstage you know like um like subscriptions and i've, I've put a, some stuff out there i found actually some like discord channels okay um to, and just connected with like people from like the uk because you technically you can you can you know it, you can do it from home you could do anything yeah, from home. You yeah. got fiverr around i mean anybody yeah. can help and you out so with that. I, i've been i've been uh, looking at a lot of that a lot of it is like like skit animated stuff and it's like a lot of like still frame uh so it's like 
you know, you'll get like a, like a script and then you'll send it in. But I mean, there's like a bazillion uh, submissions. So right now, part of getting the demo reel is also making it sound, you know, if they do, if they're like, we want to go ahead and go with you, but it's going to be, you know, your stuff. It's like, that's a lot of the, 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 um, you know, like submission part of it when they get it, it's like, oh yeah, your voice is really good, but it also is going to be like a home, you know, work from home. So, yeah. So I want to make sure that my setup's really good, but yeah, no, I just, I know I have that, you know, that passion yeah. and, and it's like, it's going to happen. It's just, I just got to keep doing it. But uh, you know, like we have those, that, that, that fire, you know? Yeah. I mean? Yeah. We have, all, we have our fire, but we also have the challenges that we have to overcome. And I think for me, yeah, like my realistically, biggest, right. Yeah. <laughs> my biggest challenge is, uh, I think I need to take like voice acting lessons. Mm. Um, I need to learn how to convey emotion in the certain, in certain ways or a certain right way. And I also need to hone down like my, uh, animated voices yeah. that I like. Your okay. anime voice, your cool. your your, your, anim, your Western anime voice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Grunts, you're like, so <laughs> so I yeah. mean, if you if there was like a dream project for you to work on, like what would be like? Oh I my would, god, that's incredible! I want to be a part of a video game. Awesome. I want. Yes. I would love to just. <laughs> it's funny because capture. I would be so down. Yeah, to do and too. see, like all of that stuff is totally like doable. But I think ultimately, I would love to. I mean, nowadays in video games, they're hiring legit actors. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you got some serious heavy hitters on there. And like, don't even get me started on Christopher Judge. Oh, my God. The guy's <laughs> incredible. Yeah, he's uh, amazing. If you guys don't know, he voices uh, Kratos. Kratos in God of War. And he's fantastic, at least in the newer ones since 2018. Right, right. But I digress. Um, I just would like to learn how to harness that power and be better at what I'm trying to convey when it comes to certain lines or things like that. Um, and then also just work on, uh, like, you know how Holmberg does impressions? Like, I need to learn how to do impressions. I have some, but they're only, like, one-line little things, and I don't want to do them now. <laughs> you're good, yeah. I'm, no, the, I'm I, the same I, way. I was like, you were going to lead us into that. Was just, that was, that was, do them right now. Yeah. Right? Here's I my Danny just, DeVito. I was, I was looking at Christian because I was like, dude, the amount of times that we just sit there, and we're like, it's like we're doing a comedy show for the two of us. And we're just like, what if, what if Christopher Walken was uh, ordering McDonald's? I think it, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, like, we just do like accents to each other. Like it's just, that's what was one of our Patreon what only. The, what was one that we did on the Patreon? Yeah, was, we had a Patreon only episode where we literally just did like, like celebrity impersonations, but we read script, like monologues from mm-hmm. like serious movies. Like there oh will be blood God. and like this. Pulp Fiction. We did the intro to Pulp Fiction. What was it? It was Somali Warlord. Yeah, oh Warlord. Yeah. Like we, with <laughs> a cholo or something. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. I, that would be yeah i would, I would yeah it's a, i mean it's like fun that. and that that is that is super cool um you know and and one thing that you that you do mention um or that that you have said what was <sighs> you're you're a big a big advocate for like being unapologetically yes. yourself oh yeah i mean i wow that's interesting you well you Love you, it. you you said it i before. do yeah you know and it's like it, we we definitely see that you know you you I don't know how to be anything else but myself. And, that, and that's a beautiful thing, you yeah. know, and we, we, we're, I know he, he feels the same way I do that. You know, it's awesome to know that you're this awesome person, you know, personally, <laughs> then you, away you from are on the, the radio, mic, yes. yeah, yeah. you know, like away from the radio show. So it's just, but could you imagine like how hard would that life be to <laughs> put on these two different personas for people? I mean, that's a lot of work. It is, but I mean, to really genuinely think about, and I'm sure people can listen to, like, how often do you accidentally do that? 
You know, it's kind of like the meme for most people. It's kind of like it's like you have like I always see like, like I, well, I see the... like the memes on Instagram where it's just like me using personality number two with group, <laughs> with group friend number one. Well, here I'll give you a good example. I yeah. used to be a car salesman. Oh, 100 percent right? for a car dealership that is heavily advocated by another radio host. Oh, wow. If wow. You can think about who it is. But oh, there's like five different radio. We'll talk about it yeah. off air. <laughs> yeah, they're he's not a, sponsoring. He's this. a really old guy. Um, but um, <laughs> But that's like that was one of the things that would eat me up, like in that business, right? Because like mm-hmm. I feel I'm a you know I'm a silly goofy guy, mm-hmm. right? But and in, in the car business, you have to be such a asshole, you know? yeah. very assertive. Yes, you have to be. You know, you have to. You're talking people out of thousands of dollars, you know. So it's it's hard. Yeah, you and have to lie to these people. You have to act like they're friends. Act, yeah, <laughs> you have to treat them as if you guys are friends right. and ultimately you're just trying to get them to give you more money from their wallet. Yeah. And so many times in that business, I tried to do that. I tried to just be myself and try to just be like, Hey guys, you know, I'm not trying to screw you over or anything like that. And then you go back into the the sales tower and they're like, no, you need to screw them over. Yeah, you, know? you totally do. So, but you have a heart. And that's the thing is right. that's, that's why, probably why you're it. not meant <laughs> right. to be a car salesman. Yeah, no, it ate me a lot. And, it, and yeah. it definitely pans to what, you know, what we do as like just radio podcasting and stuff like that. Like my biggest fear is I never want to be the, you know, like a sellout. Like I never want to be like the, it's like, oh, like I want to, I want, I want to promote your thing. Well, you know, we listened to a couple episodes and we're not a fan of that. It's like, all change. Don't worry. It's like, like, so it's like, I have a fear all the time that I'm not going to be myself, mm-hmm. you know? And then that's like, that's like a huge fear that I have. I'm not saying that we're like horrible people, but I also know that, you know, some sponsorships are really, well, then really niche. And there, like, there is that too, but right. you know, you can be selective on, you don't have to say yes to everything. And that's my problem. Oh. Is that because I feel like we're so new? I do that too, though. Yeah. So I get it. You um, know, moving into even even contracted work like photography and stuff like that. Like that's why I'm so glad to have a best friend like Christian because he. It's because of him that I learned that it's just like you can't let people just walk all over you, dude. Like you you just can't. Like you're yeah. allowed to say no. You're allowed to know like what your worth is. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes I have a hard time with doing that. So I mean, I'm sure there's times in your professional life where because you know you were very like you you look what I guess corporate would call alternative i mean you have mm-hmm. colored hair you have tattoos yeah and and though it seems like you hang out with a lot of cool people on radio i'm sure that at some point you know that has been somewhat of a stepping stone for you of like or almost like a hindrance maybe does that make sense like uh go deeper into detail, like do you ever I mean. do you ever feel like do you ever feel like you were not given specific opportunities for the way that you dress or perceive yourself or um, because you're so unapologetically yourself, <laughs> put you in a, a situation where honestly, you're like, man, I, I lost that. Or honestly, I, th- I think I've gained more being See, unapologetically myself. Um, and uh, how should I put this? More often than not, I hear people saying they want to endorse me or they want me a part of their deal because mm-hmm. they like who I am. And that's you're just so fun to work with. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's could cool. be that even if I've never worked with them before. And I, I, I'm honored. I'm fucking thrilled because one, mm-hmm. that's money, and yeah. two, <laughs> yes, people like me, and that fulfills this little part in my heart that needs to be liked. So <laughs> I'm, I'm totally cool with that. But um, yeah, I, I, as of like lately, I have been learning to not overextend myself and learning my value and learning my worth because when you're just giving it away for free they're going to treat you as if you they deserve it for free and i've actually struggled with this with my partner before she's gotten her most recent job which is insanely awesome um she was doing i met her through the local scene 
and she loves her ultimate dream is to go on tour with the, with any a band or whatever mm-hmm. uh an artist and just take video do uh, photography videography all that stuff um but she's basically just kind of given herself out for free for a lot of people and she does incredible work she has an incredible turnaround and for the amount that they pay her and the amount of things that they ask her it's not worth it and so it has been kind of a challenge these last it was a challenge i'll say that these last like four or five years that we'd been together uh, trying to teach her like hey you don't have to say yes to this like these people are kind of just using you i mean there's so many times where she's working on an edit for somebody for like months and they mm. only give her 250 dollars. ouch wow and it is it i feel like not only is it a slap in the face to her but it's a slap in the face to as this person is being a creative mm. and he's like support me support me but yet you can't support my creative girlfriend oh right. my god i'm getting some out of spitting on the microphone <laughs> over here my bad but yeah, that'll I mean, be on sale. For, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I'm taking it for my only. <laughs> you guys. No, but I mean, there's nothing more frustrating than somebody being taken advantage oh, of. Oh, for sure. And that's one thing I really don't want. And I try to think about that. I think you have been an established professional and, and being honest with yourself. And honestly, three people, well, two and a half that you've met. Who's for the, the first half? time, for, well, me because I met you before. Oh, but yeah. Like, yeah, but like I was like, am I, am I meeting the lower half, the middle half, You know, being 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 so honest like that, I think that just really speaks for for how just awesome of a person you are to be comfortable with your own self and be like, you know what, I don't know if this is the end of my journey. Like is that's it, you know, I just had this thought. Isn't it weird that when you see these people that are in more of like the spotlight or whatever, mm. or they do their thing, you you're amazed that they're this nice right why yeah. the fuck is that mm. yeah is it because like we just perceive like oh it, you know you had to do are so you many holding things. me on a pedestal what yeah. are you, you doing have to do so many compromise yeah. like morally compromising things to get in those positions that's why people are like oh you did you're here and you're still nice you i know? think for me my thing is is like i'm excited that they're nice I, ultimately i just want to do a good job Yes. I want to do a great job and I want them to appreciate that I'm trying. And I honestly truly appreciate that you guys did your homework. And that's really fucking cool. <laughs> no one's ever yeah. done homework on me before. <laughs> no, shout out to Christian for that. And I'm going to 100% say that to Christian because if he did not exist, it would be Bean Mo being like, hey, watch this dude fall off a. <laughs> yeah. like, not, what is this? Yeah. Ridiculousness? Yeah. Like, watch this on MTV right now. Yeah, and, 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 you know, we're, we're about to wrap up here. And I really just wanted to take this segment to more of like a personal level. Like the reason I I wanted to start the show originally was I kind of wanted to be chicken soup for just the person's soul of just like <laughs> it really is because times are, times are <laughs> times are tough you know what I mean like everyone is essentially desperate for some sort of purpose and I think my favorite thing about this time that we've had with you is that we look at you as like this awesome radio personality and again you were vulnerable enough with us to say like you know what I don't even know if this is so it does make me think that it's just like sometimes I do feel like and maybe Christian and Andy can agree that it's just like if you're into one thing, like this is it. Like it's got to be it. And this is mm-hmm. why our parents worked at the same job for 50 years mm-hmm. and then we're miserable. But you know? that's what they've been. They've grown up and have been accustomed to know. Did you guys watch the Arnold documentary? Oh, let me tell you. Talk about 
an inspirational fucking story. As somebody who's grown up loving Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, she's you're the he's, best. He's one, he's one of my heroes. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, Total Recall awesome. is my like one of my all time favorite movies. Oh, yeah. You at the pond. Apparently, right next to yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy two, from what Holmberg says, which is very false. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, I want to strangle him every time he says that. I'm like, I will throw a bunch of, <laughs> but I can't. Um, but. Um, Watching that was so inspirational because even in his career, and if you look at other people's multiple careers, yeah, uh, there's no timeline on what you could do. Mm-hmm. I mean, he started off in his early age weightlift or you know bodybuilding, and he mm-hmm. got so fucking good at that to the point where like, well, I can't challenge myself anymore. That's kind of how I felt with massage therapy. I was like, I've done everything I want to do. I can't challenge myself anymore. I really want to do this thing that I'm itching to give me. I want to be an entertainer, and so that's radio came in. With Arnold, I'm not comparing my story to Arnold, mind you. <laughs> Arnold, then he's like, I want to be an actor. And I want to, you know, be not just, you know, a side character. I want to be the main character. Right. And so he, you know, and he did that. And he created so many fucking awesome movies. Because and I mean, my God, what a work ethic. I mean, exactly. You know, working for, you know, lifting for four hours, going to his regular day job, then going to auditions, then going back to work out again. And he got better and better and better at what he was doing. He wanted to perfect it because when you, I don't want to give away too much, but in the documentary he talks about how he doesn't have like an American accent. So he has to relearn how to speak we'll watch it to people. It's yeah. so Thanks. good. I mean, it's, it's like, one hour episodes and there's three episodes and oh, yeah. it divides his bodybuilding career, his acting career. And I think the third one is American. It's when he's a, a politician yeah. or when he's in politics. And yeah. even that's fascinating. Which is too. insane. Can we talk about that for a second? Like, <laughs> right? Like I never really think about that. That fucking Austrian man yeah. was the, the governor of California. <laughs> and it was, it, it couldn't have happened at a more perfect time yeah. is when, you know, the governor at the time was, you know, basically being like overthrown. They're like, mm-hmm. nah, fuck this guy. And they needed somebody to come in mm-hmm. and it kind of opened. Uh, God dang it. I want to watch this no. again now, <laughs> but it opened the floodgates for a lot of other weird people after they heard like, yeah. Oh, Arnold's running. But yeah. like, he actually wanted to go in there and make a difference. And yeah, yeah, I I don't who know what life support is. him. You know, right. like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, I there love was a Terminator. lot of people, and he was running as a Republican, which is crazy yeah. Yeah. because he wasn't doing rep- traditional Republican things. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of it it either upset people or they loved it. It is what it is. But you can't sit there and tell me that this dude that was not from America just literally created the American dream. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now people want to. They want that. Right. How could you not want that? He of lived course. it. He came here. What did he say? He came with like ten dollars or something like that. Yeah, like, nothing. Literally just got nothing. Got off a bus or a plane, and like just, yeah. And it like, was for a bodybuilding contest. Yeah, and you know it's it, it's unreal. Me and Christian, we, we've been trying so hard to get back into shape and stuff like that, and uh-huh. like we've been pretty good on our regimens and stuff. And I told him I was like, we're gonna watch this, and I say fifteen minutes in, we're gonna go get the bells from your or from the barbell from you your room. You guys are gonna get so inspired yeah, to work out. Say, <laughs> we're just gonna get. I can't. I'm gonna get super fucking stoned. Oh, I'm gonna get yeah. super motivated. And I was we're doing arm be like, circles the whole time. <laughs> just oh like, my I'm god, I I could talk for for so much longer, but I, I think we're gonna we're gonna cut it here soon, Mo. This has been. Not exaggerating, and I'm sure Christian can agree. One of <laughs> the best 
interviews, just podcasts we've ever had. You have been such an awesome guest. His face says differently, but he's sure. he's he's, no, he's, I'm just, I'm just he's he's, 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 he's like sitting here like <laughs> the whole time. Like, he's down a pint of blood. Don't don't oh, yeah, don't yeah, him. Yeah, so I'm a little woozy. Wait, Let's I get have, you a banana. I did have one question. What's Can that? I ask? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, so you've been you know obviously been doing this a long time. You've probably gotten this question. It's a very basic question, but you know, is there a moment out of all of these years that you've been doing this um, that is just like you know, after you turned off the, you know, you stopped recording that you were just like, that shit was crazy. Like, um, like, uh, in what aspect? I mean, like, like, uh, maybe not like, oh, you know, can we air this? Or just like, man, that was awkward. I'm glad I'm, oh, that was, you know, that interaction was oh, tough. Like or, an interview that you couldn't escape from because it's, you're on the radio, you're live. And it, it, I mean, you probably don't dwell on those things because you're very <laughs> bubbly and, and sparkly person, but. It's not even on the rabbit hole. For let's, me, let's talk about some trauma. For right me, like, I, I just, I have to know those things. That's just very interesting I'm, because not a lot of people are put I'm in that situation. I'm surprised you don't know mine because oh. I have made it so clear. <laughs> Oh, we didn't do all of our homework, apparently. On how much I cannot stand Machine Gun Kelly. <gasps> oh, please. Can we close the it. show with this, please? I knew. I knew. Can we talk about it? It was the worst interview I've ever done in my life. I'm oh, 100% man. sure. I felt defeated when I got out of that interview. Wow. I mean, it wasn't all my fault. Maybe it no. was. No, uh, I, I think it was so, his. <laughs> so you saw the interview. Yeah. Oh, I remember you now. You were fishing for me to talk <laughs> I, about I, For the record, yeah. I didn't know anything about it. I would okay. love to hear about it. I did. Uh, we were, This is back like a little after the pandemic. We were doing Zoom interviews or we're doing like uh, Instagram live interviews. Oh, even worse. <laughs> I was scheduled to do an interview with uh, Colson Baker. Okay. And uh, it was on the same day that I was starting middays because the week before they decided to put in the Woody show instead for the morning show. Mm. Um, so I'm not necessarily all there. I have all my questions ready and everything and we're talking. And as soon as he gets on to the Instagram live to do this interview, I had seen so many other ones. He seemed super pleasant and very nice. I was like, all right, this is going to be a breeze. I also listened to his album, you know, before actually we'll get to that in a second <laughs> he gets on the phone and the whole time like he's holding his phone like up like this so i don't necessarily see him he's walking around the house talking to like other people and oh. i'm trying to oh. answer oh. i'm trying i'm trying to ask questions and he's so i'm just doing surface level questions because i'm like is he even fucking paying attention yeah so then he finally gets outside and I'm asking him a question about like his coffee shop that he opened or whatever. And he was like, man, this is why I fucking hate doing interviews. He went off and just what? talked about how uh, he's like, what's why don't you ask something deeper? And I'm just like, I'm sitting here and I'm just like, I'm stressing out because I'm like, man. I want to say right. what I really want to say. I don't even want to do this with you, dude. And I'm like, like, look, dude. And he's like, look at you. You look like you would love my album. And in my head, I'm wow. thinking, Jeez. I hate your album dude. so much. Yeah. I like, I would listen to it over the weekend before I did the interview. Oh. And I just kept thinking, I was like, phony. I, I just felt like it, it felt like they were supposed to be Blink-182 songs. And then Travis is like, oh, here's some thrown out old songs yeah, that course. you could sing. And then he tried to do his best rendition and it just wasn't it for me. And I'm sure I you're embarrassed because like... people are watching, you know. I'm slightly like... embarrassed, but I do have an arsenal of questions. Yeah. So I come out the gate with a deep question. And I think it was about like Operation Ivy and a certain song and it all tied in. And he was excited after that. Mm -hmm. After I asked that one question, smooth sailing. 
it wasn't it wasn't terrible at all but it was just that moment where he was trying to call me out and then i flipped it on him mm. i had refused to go back and look and they post the fucking interview on youtube and i just refused to go back and watch it even though i know i should have to just see what i could have done better or worse whatever like there's no changing it now and I was just I, afraid to look at the comments. That's a tough situation. Yeah, it that's, is. That's, and that's I, horrible. I finally, so draining. I finally did it after a few years. Uh-huh. Uh, and everyone was fucking supporting me. It of was course. So oh, yeah. weird. No, it is totally no yeah. part like, of the zeitgeist to just rip that guy a new asshole. Because I was going to say. That, <laughs> it's so true. No, because the way that he talks to people, it's because his whole gimmick now is just I'm trying hard to be. A rock star. He yeah. wants to be like a superstar. And it's, like, it's so frustrating. I mean, oh my God. I, I couldn't, if I thought that was embarrassing, imagine how embarrassed he was when he was doing uh, The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne and he was rapping and Charlemagne oh, yeah. was oh, like, that dude doesn't that let anybody he slide. He does not let anybody slide. And he was yeah. just like, that was mid. Also, and he, just talking so much shit. You could be happy in knowing that uh, you've never been booed in front of thousands of people. So that's pretty uh, cool. Not yet. Not okay, yet. Not so, yet. Not yet. Maybe so. after, Damn. when I walk outside, your neighbors might, <laughs> might be a little upset I didn't come to their, you know. Thank you, you know, so much for telling me that. You know yeah. what? I, I kind of got the ick for MGK. Like, do you remember his catfish episode? Yeah, the catfish episode. No, wow. He was a celebrity guest on, a, on an episode oh, of Catfish, oh. and <laughs> oh, I cannot compute. Go yeah, ahead. It wow. gets all the way. It's a, it's. I don't know how old it is. It's an older episode, but yeah. it gets all the way to the end. And you know, the person like is like, oh no, they discovered me, and they like try to get in their car and like drive away. But he's being so trashy the whole time i don't know if it's i don't know how scripted that show is yeah but the whole time he's like banging on the door he's like come out of your house motherfucker blah 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 blah, blah. you know and then they're like trying to drive away he's like, that's why you a bitch you know oh i'm like God. bro so I'm like, saying, like, i know like he's, he's just like, like that dude. yeah or it's as like, like the camera turns on yeah like, it's, imagine a celebrity coming to your house and just telling you like what a piece of shit you are <laughs> oh i felt bad for the catfish <laughs> you know like, like oh, for sure have, for sure like my ick my like my ick with him this is the mgk hour now my ick with him was that fucking interview that he did when people like oh man it's so cool that you're doing this uh this uh festival and he's like yeah you know it's just stupid as all these fucking posers out here on stage with their dad nikes on like their new balances oh, and their where are your fucking <laughs> chucks at bro where are your skinny jeans at bro it's like dude didn't you, you be a rapper bro die. i know right yeah, you sound like the most insufferable dude like it's just so i'm I so don't sorry know. that happened to no you. don't be i mean it's it, if anything it made me a better interviewer because yep. going back and you're getting called out in front of a bunch of people you're like now you start thinking, fuck, am I not doing a good job? Um, and then, you know, everything changed or whatever. But now every time I look at an interview or I get ready for an interview, yeah. I always go back and I think about that. How could I be better than I was there? Well, guess what? We actually knew that this was a thing. And if you come outside, MGK, <laughs> we have... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's just it's like, hard to settle the score. I don't even want to be here right now, but... I know, right? Oh I was God. like, you managed to get him. He clearly had nothing to do. <laughs> this, was, this was so awesome, Mo. Thank you again so much. Um, Anytime. Before we, before we go, uh, if you have some plugs, now's the time. Where can people find you? Uh, oh, God. Uh, yes, you can follow me on all my social media accounts. It's all the same. At M-O-R-O radio, or just all one word, Mo-Row radio. And um, yeah, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, OnlyFans. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what else. Uh, yeah, it's everything. That's awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It was, uh, and then uh, I guess 
We uh, we just oh I want to make it very clear that we have just sent out picture two of one hundred for our fifteen dollar basement uh, basement dollar subscri- uh, Patreon subscribers the basement bays. Uh, remember that there are still ninety eight pictures to be drawn. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful penis drawings by yours truly, Mr. Oh Christian Talone. They are Love incredible. Uh, I would like to not give away what uh, the second one was, but all of them are original. Uh, one of ones. Can we do one what? where I'm just looking at your artwork of penises? And That's I, a great idea. It's, my, it's just my reactions, and maybe that one goes higher <laughs> yeah. or lower. $15 I mean, a month, you might get number three of Mo reacting to Christian's drawings. Patreon.com slash Basement Dollar Productions if you want to support the show. Uh, all of our links will be in the link tree uh, provided down below on the YouTube video. Thank you again one more time, Miss Mo, for coming on. This was incredible. My pleasure. And we hope to maybe have you on again sometime. Yeah. Everyone else listening, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. We love you. You. Good night. Thanks, guys. If you like what you heard, type into their Instagram and Twitter. The information is right below with their email. It's time you bit the bullet and started caring about something with all your heart and energy. Be sure to log into the channel by subscribing and check out the previous episodes. But until then, we'll see you next week with a new one. We out for now. We out for now.